0: support for this podcast comes from san francisco international airport at sfo you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff learn more about what's at sfo at flysfo.com
1: what does motion sound like with kizik Hans free shoes it sounds a little something like this experience the magic of motion get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks From KQED.
0: Toward the end of his second term as mayor of Oakland, Jerry Brown got a call from across the bay. It was the other Mayor Brown, Willie, who was out of San Francisco City Hall by then and looking for a favor. It's a horrid experience to try to get housing done to try to get remodeling done. Willie's wife, Blanche, was having trouble getting a permit to remodel her Oakland apartment. She can't get a building permit. Don't let me check it out. So in months, I said, OK. These bureaucrats will put you through every form of horror. Jerry Brown's operation was uh, enlisted to be of assistance. Jerry Brown didn't make another call or organize a meeting. He put down the phone and walked over to the source of the problem. I went over to the building department. He went looking for the bureaucrat reviewing the permit. And I said, who's got the one I had the address? He said, where is this? Third floor. So Brown climbed the stairs and searched the halls and found the office he was looking for.
2: His desk is a mess. He's got orange peels and papers all stacked. I started rifling through. I couldn't find the damn permit. So back downstairs
0: to the front desk. What's the problem? And the guy at the desk tells me, well, we have an ordinance. The ordinance required Willie Brown's wife to show some proof that the building renovators had recycled their materials. So, Jerry told Willie, Willie told the builders, and it got done. We would still be in perpetuity trying to get permission to do the building the way the building has been done. It's not there with him. When he wants something done, it's hands-on. He makes the calls. Period. As mayor, Jerry Brown learned that to be effective, he'd have to be hands-on. Literally.
2: So I like being mayor because I could walk over to the planning department.
0: He rode along with cops, walked the halls of public schools, and knocked on doors to talk about housing. I don't
2: think there are many elected officials
0: who take such direct action. Direct action was how Brown approached the problems he faced as mayor of Oakland. Viewing the city's problems up close didn't remove Brown's blind spots, but it gave him an education in how decisions made up at the Capitol were felt on the streets. It's a more physical, direct immediacy
2: that you don't get in Sacramento where
0: it's the Capitol. On this episode of The Political Mind of Jerry Brown, direct action, Jerry Brown style.
3: Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it
1: fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I'm
2: And to get the outs in. What wouldn't happen but for me. But for but for me. I reserve the right to think for myself. Right to think for myself.
0: You're listening to the political mind of Jerry Brown. I'm Scott Schaefer. It's Monday, July 8th. We're here at Mountain House with Governor Jerry Brown. Here's something you learn about Jerry Brown when you interview him for dozens and dozens of hours. He's more of a detached analyst than an emotive storyteller.
2: What? You want more feelings. Do I feel bad? Do I feel good? You know, neither
0: one. Except when he talks about Oakland.
2: I liked being in Oakland. You didn't have to jump on a damn plane. Uh, You'd you'd see the neighborhoods.
0: It it was very grounded and uh, very real. When Brown told us about his eight years as mayor of Oakland, he was full of stories of his encounters with cops, criminals, activists, kids, all face-to-face. And those encounters guided his approach to governance.
2: The city experience is more immediate than the more general experience of governing a state of 40 million people from the Oregon border to the Mexican border.
0: Brown's city experience in Oakland began in 1995. He was out of office then and decided to move there from San Francisco.
2: I was in San Francisco and I wanted to go to Oakland, in part because it would be less expensive, in part because I thought the politics were more working class and that would fit better with how I wanted to be perceived and noticed.
0: As we heard in the last episode, Brown spent his days on the air, railing against the political establishment in his We the People radio show.
1: It's We the People with Jerry Brown. Welcome to another
0: edition of We the People. The way Brown puts it, rallying citizens to take back America can be a difficult sell when you're sitting in a fancy neighborhood in San Francisco. This is
2: a radio program dedicated to exposing the follies of the political class, that privileged and arrogant group that runs our country like a private club. We take apart the conventional
0: But after wisdom, a couple of years, Brown began looking around for ways to rejoin that political class.
2: Now, I wasn't thinking about mayor. I was thinking maybe senator. Who knows what I... I was uh, ill-defined. I would be back running for office again.
0: That was very clear. In fact, at one point, while he was living in Oakland, Jerry Brown actually thought about running for mayor of Los Angeles.
2: I looked at L.A., of
0: running for mayor of LA because that's a big spot, big job, but it seemed too expensive. But then the mayor's seat in Oakland came into play. It was 1998 and Oakland Mayor Elihu Harris was leaving City Hall to run for the state assembly. Brown wouldn't have to run against an incumbent, While it's true that the mayor of Oakland isn't as prestigious a job as, say, governor, Oakland is one of California's largest cities, and like California, it's diverse.
2: You have African Americans, you
0: have Latinos, you have Asians, you have whites. Brown knew as mayor if he could tackle a few big issues — schools, crime, housing — he could jump back into state politics. And Brown remembered that Oakland voters supported him overwhelmingly when he ran for governor the first time.
2: I wasn't going to go run in Fresno or someplace, so I, I had this idea that yeah, being Mayor of Oakland would be good.
0: There were 10 other candidates running for mayor in June of 1998, but from the beginning, it seemed all attention was on Jerry Brown.
4: National attention is focused on the race for mayor. A lot of that attention is being generated by the celebrity candidate, former governor Jerry Brown.
0: Brown had an ace in the hole, his name.
2: And you're nobody until your name recognition reaches a certain critical point. I felt confident that an unknown African-American Candidates didn't have much of a chance,
0: because you can't beat somebody with nobody. Voters knew Brown's name from his eight years as governor, but as mayor of Oakland, the Gov made his mark by taking a much more hands-on approach. Former Governor Jerry Brown is already ahead in that race. And it started on election night in June of 1998. Brown appears poised to take over an office that's been held by African-Americans for almost 20 years. The From the moment the polls closed, Brown pulled far ahead of his 10 opponents, including Councilman Ignacio de la Fuente. We're just
2: waiting for the results coming in, you know, we're waiting to, for the uh, slaughter to be over,
0: with. <laughs> That night, De La Fuente sat at his campaign headquarters, getting ready to make his concession call.
2: So I'm looking outside, and I see this figure you know, across the street, and I said, no way.
0: It was Jerry Brown.
2: That's Jerry Brown,
5: totally by himself, you know, and he's he's uh, waiting for the light.
0: When Brown crossed the street, De La Fuente was at the front door, ready to greet him.
2: And he just basically said, um, hi, Ignacio, hi, uh, well, it looks like, looks like I'm going to win, you know, so... But I really don't know that much about Oakland, so I really want to work with you.
0: Brown might have been new to Oakland politics, but as a seasoned politician, he knew he had to make strong allies on the city council, especially if he wanted to pull off his first act, completely changing the role of Oakland's mayor before he entered office. Now, Brown is already
4: circulating petitions for a plan to strengthen the mayor's powers in city
0: hall. Historically, Oakland's mayor was just another vote on the city council, but Brown wanted to get more control of the city's departments, like fire, police, and planning. More importantly...
2: I did not want to go to city council every day. That was absolutely the most important. Why was that so important? I don't want to sit there five or six hours. I, that's not what I've done. Um, I don't like to... do. It's not my thing to sit there looking, listening. No,
0: I didn't want to do that. The way Brown saw it, he would need to be out in the city, learning about the needs of Oakland on the fly, not sitting through hours and hours of public comment. To avoid that fate and shape his own, Brown wrote Measure X. It created a so-called strong mayor system, and he put it on the November 1998 ballot. Despite similar unsuccessful efforts in the past to do that, the polls are showing support this time. Now, wins... Measure X passed overwhelmingly and would take effect in January as Brown was sworn in. He would be mayor on his terms. But not everyone was thrilled by Brown's new powers. Critics said that when Brown removed himself from the council and their weekly meetings, he shielded his policies from a public critique.
3: I mean, that to me was a really important sign.
0: Former councilwoman Nancy Nadell endorsed Brown for mayor, but quickly soured on his governing style.
3: If you really want to be involved in the policy making in a transparent way, you come to council and you show what you're thinking about and how you want to influence policy, but he wasn't there.
0: Now that he had the power, Brown set out to implement his agenda. As mayor, Brown had three top priorities. Reduce crime, improve Oakland's schools, and his signature issue. Brown's goal is to lure 10,000 new residents to downtown to attract new businesses.
2: Developers I said 10,000 because I 1,000 seems trivial. 100,000 is not believable. So I, but 10,000 seemed enough. That's why I, I just came up with that idea.
0: And that's what we did. Brown had a vision for Oakland of a vibrant, bustling city.
2: As I experienced growing up in San Francisco, in in the 40s and the 50s, it all looked very different, so I wanted to restore some of that activity. And also, because I've been in Paris and London and New York City,
0: if Oakland could only be Paris. Some residents pushed back against Brown's vision of tall apartments downtown. The idea of six stories was a horror but Brown pushed ahead with his goal of dense housing and not just any housing, market-rate housing.
2: I didn't want to subsidize people to come in who had no surplus money because then that, they would just live in their little apartments. They wouldn't have any money to spend, and so there wouldn't
0: be much visible economic activity. If people with money moved downtown, Brown believed stores, restaurants, and movie theaters would follow. If you have only
2: affordable housing and people barely can make it living on Section 8 housing and checks from government or something, well, then you're not going to get any stores. It's not
0: going to happen. So that's the reason why market-rate housing was so important. Unlike when he was governor, Brown could see the development plan in action. He'd cut ribbons, go to groundbreakings, and walk by sites as they transformed from empty lots to high-rises.
2: I like being mayor in some respects more than governor because it was, I was building the, my idea of bringing 10,000 people
0: downtown. I didn't have a commission. I didn't have all
2: these commissions. i just say, hey, that's an idea.
0: Let's do it. Walk around downtown today, you can see that Brown did it. Housing, restaurants, people out in the streets. To make that happen, Brown knew he'd have to be hands-on.
4: Well, he always liked to say that being governor was like flying at 35,000 feet. But as mayor, you're on the street level.
0: Gil Duran was a top aide to Brown in the mayor's office.
4: And you see the the block where somebody got killed. You see all the candles and the shrine that's built there. You see the potholes in the street. And people do walk up to you in restaurants. Jerry refused the uh, security detail. So we were completely... And there was nobody around. You know, we, we, you could
0: walk up to the mayor and scream at him. Some people did. As mayor, Brown often found success in one-on-one conversations with residents. For example, the time a Whole Foods store was being delayed by one homeowner.
2: They had to put in some cabling to anchor their parking lot, and they,
0: the guy was saying no. The cable would go onto the homeowner's property.
2: And I actually called the guy whose house it was and took him out for a cup of coffee and said, come on, will you give Whole Foods the right to go dig under your land? And I talked him into it.
0: At the same time, in those one-on-ones, Brown also heard from residents who were frustrated by his focus on market-rate housing.
2: Critics say there's still not enough affordable housing, and money should be spent on the neighborhoods.
0: And improving he remembers the one African-American woman he met getting off a plane. She said to me,
2: Mayor, why are you driving the blacks out of Oakland? I said, I'm not doing that. I said, well, you're you're raising all the rents. And she, I think, felt I was raising the rents. But the rents were rising because Oakland was becoming more attractive as a place, and there was all this surplus money flowing out of the growing prosperity. But that was felt as
0: a change. Well, and another word for what that woman on the plane was describing was gentrification, right? I mean.
2: Right, but that's an interesting word. There's a certain ideology there. If your medicine has to be government medicine, if your housing has to be government housing, if your schools have to be government schools, that's a very different America than we've had up till now. But there are people who, whether they realize it or not, that's what they're advocating.
0: As mayor, Brown never relented on his resistance to subsidized housing. In fact, in his last year in City Hall, he blocked an ordinance that would have required affordable housing to be included in market rate developments and today critics draw a straight line between the dramatic drop in the city's black population and Brown's focus on bringing wealthier residents to the city. Another top priority for Brown was addressing a problem he inherited, reducing crime while also improving community relations with the Oakland Police Department. There was a long history of tension there. That was something
2: I wanted to have less crime.
0: When you have Four
2: times the crime rate of most major cities, and that's obviously not good.
0: Brown's approach was no doubt influenced by his own experience. He was living near downtown with no security detail. I'm in the
2: city. I drove my own car. I did not have any guards. And I would rather have a safer place than a
0: less safe place. Just that simple. Brown made a point of spending time with Oakland police officers learning about their work. There were times when we would, like, ride along on a police raid on a gang,
4: you know, at, like, 6 in the morning. Again, Brown's aide, Gil Duran, It was very hands-on. And, and, you know, you want to see it for yourself. What is this? You know, it was a gang that had been had killed a few people, had been uh, prostituting juveniles, selling drugs. These were some hardcore individuals who I think are doing a lot of time still Um, and— You know, you don't just want to, like, read about it. You want to see it and understand what the officers are going through.
0: Brown also got an up-close look at the pain caused by Oakland's violence. I remember we went to some of the funerals for homicide victims
4: in Oakland. You know, it it would be demanded by the community and by the family. And you're in the room, and here's a young man in a casket and people wailing and mourning.
0: And you realize this is not just something in the paper. This is not just a statistic. As he formulated a strategy to reduce crime, Brown wanted to hear directly from Oakland residents.
3: One thing I appreciated about Jerry as mayor is he would talk to anybody.
0: Libby Schaff worked as a top aide to Brown in the mayor's office years before becoming mayor herself.
3: If he was in deep East Oakland and someone stopped him on the street to tell them their personal story, he would listen. And I think that The mayor's job actually got him closer to people that he probably had not been exposed to as the governor's son and as the governor. When that got married to these real life stories, you could see it actually impacting his policy priorities.
0: At house parties in East Oakland, Brown remembers hearing conflicting concerns.
2: The theme would be, we need more police protection. We don't feel safe. But at the same meeting, Usually a black gentleman would stand up and say, but the police, I was stopped. And he would give his story about how he was treated disrespectfully and unfairly by the police. So we got both messages. We need more police protection. And by the way, the police are harassing
0: African-American men. Brown heard both sides, but he was clear where his sympathies were.
2: Today you have a lot of hostility toward the police, I was very sympathetic to the police. I worked with the Oakland Police. They did a good job. You got vicious criminals out there that kill people, that rob, maim, steal. How do you deal with these people? They're not following the Marquis of Queensbury rules.
0: You know, they're not Eagle Scouts. Brown sought to emulate the policing of New York City, with a focus on aggressive policing and detailed tracking of crime stats. And despite a surge in his final year in office, crime declined during Brown's tenure in Oakland. But current mayor Libby Schaff says getting hands-on, spending time with cops, riding along on their beats, might have clouded Brown's ability to see the downside of aggressive policing.
3: When you see how hard the work is of law enforcement officers, how they put their lives on the line, how dangerous it is, you can become insensitive to just how destructive uh, that bad culture and those few bad apples that can infect a whole lot more apples can be.
1: Four members of the police department have been indicted on more than 60 counts of police brutality, kidnapping, false arrest, and planting evidence during nighttime patrols in West Oakland.
0: In 2000, the OPD experienced one of the worst scandals in the department's history.
2: The recent incident of four rogue cops known as the
0: Riders, who allegedly assaulted citizens and planted evidence, further inflamed a volatile situation. The arrest of the cops, known as the Riders, made national news.
3: He did have a blind spot to the cultural issues in our police department, and frankly, in all police departments.
0: But in terms of the writer's case, you were saying that there's, you know, criminals are violent, they're nasty. Yeah. Like, how does that relate to what those four?
2: Well, because they're, because it's a war. I mean, the, the, the cops are under, under, they're, they're being shot at. They stop a guy, they might have blow their head away. There were four, go- four cops who were killed in Oakland one time. Well, this is pretty serious stuff, and now. Everyone says the cops are bad. Well, there's no easy way to get criminals. And there are criminals, whether they're dope-crazed or damaged or just plain badass. And if you don't handle it right, you can have your head blown off.
0: But just to be clear, you're not saying that, you know, planting evidence and falsifying... No, I'm
2: not saying plant. no. Of course not. Nobody's... That's a, that's a crime, testifying falsely like
0: people say cops do. Brown critics like Nancy Nadell, she's the former city councilwoman, say that the police culture under Brown went beyond just the riders.
3: The kinds of cases that were brought to us time after time after time about excess force is horrifying. It's just horrifying and and still exists. And it wasn't just a handful of uh, officers. It was a handful of officers that got caught.
0: In the end, Oakland settled the Riders case, paying out millions in damages to victims of the OPD and their attorneys. Pay nearly $11 million to scores of minority residents who claim they were beaten and falsely charged by Oakland police officers. Settlement of the so-called Riders case will include police reforms and an early warning system to detect rogue cops. A federal judge was also appointed to oversee the department to make sure it implemented a series of reforms. Brown's third priority was to improve Oakland's low-performing public schools. His plan was shaped by an early visit he took to Oakland High School.
2: When I walked through an Oakland school, one day there were all these guys walking around, and I said, what are they? I said, they're hall walkers.
0: They're just walking around. Then Brown went upstairs and looked into an advanced chemistry class.
2: These were mostly Asian people, and this is the, I don't know what, it was a chemistry class.
0: Brown couldn't help but notice the upstairs-downstairs difference.
2: So I see the Hall Walker downstairs, I see the elites getting the chemistry, and they're on their way to college. I thought, well, I'd like to combine this.
0: But bridging that gap wouldn't be so easy. Again, current mayor Libby Schaff.
3: He came in to office thinking that he could really change the whole Oakland public school system. As he did
0: with the strong mayor ballot measure, Brown believed the only way to get his hands around the schools was to get more hands-on. So, in 2000, he asked the voters to give him power to appoint school board members. That was a power that no other mayor in California had at the time.
3: He got the power on the ballot to appoint three school board members.
0: But, Schaff says, those three additional members didn't give him a majority.
3: I remember going with him, staffing him at the last school board meeting with those three appointed members. And he said that it's important to recognize when an experiment was a failure. And so I think he acknowledged that just putting three members onto the board really did not change the board that much.
0: If Brown couldn't change education policy through the board members he appointed, he would get even more hands-on. He would create his own schools. To Brown, it seemed simple enough.
2: So I decided to create some charter schools to deal with the challenges of urban education with a lot of English learners, people who don't speak English at home, people who are very low income and who
0: are not doing that well in the public school. I wanted to see how I could do. One of the two charter schools Brown created was the Oakland Military Institute.
1: After a bitter fight with the local school board, Jerry Brown got what he wanted the Oakland Military Institute, a brand new charter school administered by the National Guard.
0: What was it about the idea of a military academy? Just the
2: structure, the honor, the the, uh, hierarchy, the competitive quality, the pride, the uniforms, the marching, the ritual, that's all.
5: What it seemed to me was he thought this was just easy, like almost asking a rhetorical question, well, how hard can it be? you know, to educate kids. How hard can it be to organize a school?
0: Greg Hodge was a former president of the Oakland School Board.
5: And I remember a conversation I had with Jerry in City Hall. It was, I think it was a year or two into the um, military institute, Oakland Military Institute. And they were talking about how hard it was, how hard it was to keep teachers, how hard it was to deal with parents, how hard it was to deal with kids who often weren't quite ready for, you know, the kind of academic experience they
0: thought. That frustration came despite the fact that Brown's charter schools received far more funding than regular public schools in Oakland, thanks to help from the Federal Defense Department and the California National Guard.
5: And I said, welcome to my world. You know, you got two schools to deal with. We got, you know, at that time it was 128 buildings or something. You know, a lot more schools, a lot more complexity, a lot more systemic challenge, um, and they were working with a lot more
0: money. Today, Brown admits there's a lot of work to be done in improving results at his military school. That's one of the reasons he's back on the school's board. And the rest of Brown's legacy in Oakland is hotly debated, too. A transformed downtown and less crime have to be weighed against gentrification and ongoing scandals within the Oakland Police Department. But in Jerry Brown's political mind there's one metric that can't be disputed. The fact is the
2: overwhelming majority, by a huge amount, liked what I was
0: doing and continue to like it. Brown won twice in landslide victories, popularity matched by few mayors in the city's recent history. And the solid one-third of Oakland voters who opposed his approach? Someone might say, "What the third thinks
2: is really what the right path is. Well, that might be, that'd be a good course to teach at the local junior college, but it's not a viable governing roadmap.
0: After his eight years in Oakland, Brown's political education was nearly complete. He had taken the opposite path of most politicians.
1: Who ever heard of a politician seeking lower office? Well, who ever heard of a politician like Jerry Brown? The man. He'd
0: gone from the most powerful position in California down to municipal government and governed with a hands-on approach of direct action. Now, he was ready to go back to Sacramento. On the next episode of The Political Mind of Jerry Brown, Brown returns to the Capitol with the confidence built from years in the game.
2: My capacity to evaluate, discern, and judge uh,
0: increased significantly. Brown felt confident in his ability to think for himself with the help of a trusted partner. Talking with Jerry can be, you know,
1: more of a a journey uh, to all different places where I could land a plane pretty quickly and make the decision.
0: The Political Mind of Jerry Brown is a production of KQED Public Radio. Guy Marzorati produced the show, Queen Kim is our series editor, Katie McMurrin mixed the show, and Susie Racho did the scoring. Our music was composed by Daoud Anthony. KQED's leadership team includes Holly Kernan, Ethan Lindsay, Vinnie Tong, Jonathan Blakely, and Julie Kane. Special thanks to Martin Meeker and Todd Holmes at the Oral History Center of the Bancroft Library. I'm Scott Schaefer. Thanks for listening.